Look at our lighting. Ladies All right, here we go. and gentlemen, Let's welcome go. to the Monday Mass, January 30th, 2023. Chris Cote. Todd Richards, how are you, Chris? Doing great. It's a Monday. We're here in uh, Monday Mass HQ. It's raining outside. That means it's snowing in the mountains. And it's it's been a week since we were here. It's been Should a week. Can I turn my phone off? What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Oh my gosh, we got a bunch of stuff. Before we talk talking about anything, uh, we've got a big, we've got a great show planned for you. If you're tuning in now uh, or listening in on the actual podcast network, uh, Todd's gonna have a good rant later. A new see, a new uh, what do we call it? A new. I don't want to do the, the. It's a new. I don't uh, want that. Every episode's a, a Richard's rant. I don't want rant. to have a Richard's rant. Every episode's I a Richard's said- rant. I'm our, we'll talk about. We're not going to call it. Uh, we'll talk about what's happening. Richard's rant, but it'll be part of the show. It's not. I'm not. I don't like that. He's not ranting and raving. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a week. I think. Uh, what was interesting? It's what been happened? A great week. What happened this week? Well, we got our show got sponsored uh, for a year years ago. And we're going to tell you the sponsors. <laughs> People don't want you to do it. They do it. No, they, they don't want you to do it. Well, the sponsors want me to do it. Yeah, they want they... us to do it together. Okay. Mountain High Snow. Let's Mount make, High Snow. Let's make it into a Instagram. contest. MT High Snow. This is the closest resort to us right now. It's snowing. There's powder there. It's a super fun place to go. So easy to get to. And it's, uh, we, I had a great time there last weekend. You should all go to Mountain High Snow. There's lots of fun events. Check them out on Instagram. K2 Snowboarding at K2.Snowboarding. Uh, lots of K2 news, of course, because we just had X Games. We had all that fun stuff. Um, K2 makes some of the best boards in the business. We know that. Uh, Pedal.Electric at Pedal.Electric. The best bikes out. I ride them in the rain. They're so good. Go ahead, Todd. You're so good at reading these things. Will you, can, I have, can I try? I just gave you. I just gave you. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce goes with everything. You can put it on a hamburger. You can put it on some, uh, some stir fry. Whatever. Bachan's is the go-to Japanese barbecue sauce for you. Herschel Supply Co. at Herschel Supply Co. It's a backpack. It's a bag. It's long underwear. It's gloves. Strap Herschel on you at some point in time. Beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel. They make underwear that is fantastic. It's the best in the world. And uh, you'll like it. They actually have thermals now. So Beneath Apparel, a very, very comfortable underwear for road trips, airplane rides, and going snowboarding and doing all the fun things you like to do Tight. that would create chafe. Bub's Naturals. Speaking of chafe, Bub's Naturals is increasing. I got it in my coffee. Chris Cote's hair growth at an alarming rate. Hair, nails, skin, joints, it's, it's body, all there. mind. It's it all, does it all. It's all there. It's all over the ground in here. It's great. It's crazy. He's shitting his nails like a cat. Uh, what else we got? Panic, Panic and coffee, coffee and tea. tea. At Panic and Coffee and Tea. You got some right there? I got some right got here. Some too. It's been fueling San Diego since 1969. Come best. and get pumped up. At Nanocraft CBD. At Nanocraft CBD. Um, CBD, THC. Uh, what do you want? We got it for you. It's great. It's the best. Just, Science. Just have it. Prescriptions, hence the reason Todd and I are so damn healthy. And I don't know if it's the reason we're handsome. I think that's more our parents. But pure prescriptions with the immunity boost. Oh yeah, we're feeling great. That's as a perfect always. immune. Perfect immune. Plus, it's perfect. They have some of the best uh, gum, vitamin gummies. I mean, you I, said really? Vel- I thought it was vitamin. Vitamins? Where? <laughs> what? That's you, so weird. I thought it was vitamin. You know, I really think. 
vitamins hit hit a pinnacle with Flintstones. Those were Flintstones good. vitamins. Those were good. Like if every, they don't sponsor. If the they show, could just though. make everything in those flavors, I mean, it's no wonder kids just ate those. You but you can't really those, OD if you on. You mash those. them up and snort them. The vitamins hit faster. Really harder. Do you know if you eat too much vitamin C, you'll shit your pants, and it burns. It does. But you don't have to worry about that with pure prescriptions. Everything's measured out. That's right. Pure prescriptions does Hansen not surfboards. cause colon blow Hansen unless surfboards. you buy their product colon blow, which will. Uh, put your butthole inside out. Hanson surfboards. If you want. If you want. want. Hanson surfboards, uh, go to surf shop here in oh, San Diego. So Remember to support local retailers and don't buy your crap off of Amazon. Please. Diecutstickers.com at diecutstickers.com. D O T C O M. Diecutstickers.com. Give any new sticker ideas for us to use? So many. Give me one. I don't know. Honk if you love snowboard <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God, I'm not. I don't think it. Sorry, I don't want to like start don't, crap. I'm Mr. Positive. Jesus, dude. What? I'm I didn't want to instantly start crap. Not that Jesus. The uh, we'll if we'll fill you in if you don't know Lord. what we're talking about. Also, Camp Shred is coming March 4th and 5th. San Leo Campgrounds, aka Cardiff Campgrounds. This is the best musical guest ever. Who's a, a musical surfer. guest? All right, I got a special announcement. We've got musical guests miniaturized. They're going to be playing. We got the cabs coming. Uh, we got Drug Hunt, Second Harvest. Um, we, we've got a, a lineup that is very stellar. Hoobastank? Solutions. Hoobastank, unf- unfortunately. Chumbawamba? Chumbawamba, unfortunately, can't be there. Uh, but I'll tell you, this is the world's largest surfboard demo. If you ever wanted to come out and ride every board, it's all the boards. It's freaking awesome. It's going to be the best. So that's March 4th and 5th. And also, I got a show. I got a sh- I got booked for a show. I'm opening up for the mighty Matson too. Oh no way! And Paul Cherry and well, well, well at the Soda Bar in San Diego this Sick. Sunday. If any of you are around, then in the area, come on out. Very cool. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it should be okay. All right. Uh, Surf news is brought to you by Hanson Surfboard. Let's kick it off. Uh, oh, you want us to talk about kicking it off? Check this out. What, do you have an interview? So, uh, well, no. The WSL, uh, the WSL dropped their official teaser. To start the year. The official teaser to start the year. That's not it. No, that's not it. Surf fans, it's time to get fired up! Hey, you know, stop that for a second. You um, you also you also had a thing the other day I saw on HBO's uh, next season of the that the, what is it? Make or break? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Apple Plus. Apple Plus, whatever. It's all so, subscription based. So yeah. I'm at, I'm really hyped on that. So yeah, make or break to me is some of the best inside. You know, it's the inside outs of what happens on tour. Fortunately, I got to call the incredible run of Kelly Slater in last year's Billabong Pro Pipeline, and I haven't seen the first episode yet. But from what I've heard, I have my my voice is all over it. So get your mute buttons ready, people. I'm yelling all over that thing. That's right. That was pre yelling. So. Um, that's that's happening. I don't need these anymore. I'm gonna put those right there. Um, okay, the Billabong Pro Pipeline waiting period is open. Slater is back. Medina, John, John, healthy. Rookies are fired up. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, do you want to know my fantasy team? Do you do fantasy? I don't. Do you guys do fantasy? I, I keep it in reality. Reality surfing. Well, I'm just gonna tell you real quick. Who's so your fantasy picks? People, is there still time to get your fantasy picks in? That's what a lot of people want to know. There's this still is, uh, time. Organized gambling. 
with yeah. surfing. There's still time to get here. your picks in. All right, I got my top two. I got Griffin Colapinto and Jack Robinson. Those are your top two? Yeah. And, and tier B, so it's three tiers, you know, like gold, silver, bronze type of thing. Tier B is fire. Am I allowed to say that? Fire? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about John John that Florence, Gabriel Medina, Kelly Slater, Baron Mamiya. Dang. Ooh. Jiao Chianka, Ian Gentile. Come on, man. I got, uh, who else I got? I got Carissa Moore on my team, Tyler Wright, Moana Jones Wong. My team is called, it was called the Chris Cote and the 540 Killers or something, but I think now it's just called Chris Cote's team. When, uh, how, what's the closest you've come to like, to clean it I've up? I've never. On that? I, I just, I, I, I pick my teams with my heart, mm-hmm. not my brain. Like, there's, all kinds of uh, ways that people pick good teams by looking at Chickens? You know, friendly fire. People use like a rooster. They use, uh, yeah, cocks to eat seeds on people's faces to pick. Uh, I've never done super well. I'm in the Hansons League. I'm in the Lot Trolls League, the Clash of the Commentators League. And uh, you actually got signed up for a new thing that WSL is doing. Um, I did. WSL has uh, Mitchell Salazar, Dave Proden started a podcast, basically like the F1 uh Builders Cup. Is this? I'm just hearing about this. You're just hearing about it. I'm sure Dave will reach out to you. So what what it is is we're tracking the surfboard makers. Mm. So it's kind of like the surfboard makers, Sharp Eye, Pizel, Mayhem, Channel Islands, etc. Get points for the surfers that advance the furthest in the rounds. Oh, I see. I see. So you know, at the end of the year, it's like. John John Florence wins. CI, Sharp Eye Surfboard CI team has yeah. the most people in the final. Yeah. So where do I fit in? So um, I so Dave asked me what boards you write. I said chemistry, mm-hmm. and I believe Baron Mamiya is writing chemistry boards. Used to be. Used to be. Mm-hmm. Anyone on the championship tour writing chemistry boards? No. Not at the moment. Don't think so. Okay. Well, I, I I'm unofficially on Team Pizel for that thing. Oh, okay. So I got John, John, Tyler, Wright. I got I got a pretty solid ass team, uh, but let's talk about uh, a couple heats that I'm excited to watch for the men. Heat twelve: John, John, Florence, Gabriel, Medina, Leonardo, Fierravanti. Come let me, on. Let me ask you this before we start getting into heats. Yeah. What are they looking at for a potential start day? Have that as well. Is today there? A, are they is, looking at the forecast? Today, Monday thirtieth, off. Mm-hmm. Jumbled. This is from Surfline. Jumbled. Not good. Um. Tuesday, the 31st, small surf, much lighter wind, possible run day. So it's not going to be macking, scary pipeline. Um, could be smaller, but fun. Okay. Wednesday, another smaller swell, probable run day. So pos- what's more? Possible run day, probable Probable, probable run is day. better than possible. Okay. Probable run day on Wednesday. Possible run day Thursday. Probable Friday. Nothing crazy on the horizon. Okay. Swell-wise. All right. But that can always change. Um, yeah, my two heats to watch, John, John, Medina, Leo, and heat 12 of round one, Carissa, Betty Lou, and Alyssa Spencer is my women's round heat two round one pick to watch. All right. So let's just throw it out there once and for all two names, each man, woman, you go first. Who's going to win the Billabong pro pipeline. (sighs) And then we can sound so smart next week when we come back and we're like, told you so-and-so is going to win. Let's just like. Given the forecast that you've given me here, okay, it's not going to be the biggest, not pipe. the biggest, nor the so scariest. So now we're talking about people who can fit themselves into weird little positions of waves <laughs> and make the most of of what they're given. Okay, 
So I'm gonna go to. That was a good stall tactic. I it is because I'm just yeah. I'm really trying to think about this. Um, um, man, it. Uh, Felipe. Okay. Felipe's current Felipe reigning world champion. Reigning world champion. I feel like he's this like the medium size. Mm-hmm. He is has a distinct advantage because he can freaking go for it. And also, um, uh, <laughs> Bailu. How's that? <laughs> You okay? Yeah, my, good. My, my your picks are picks good. Picks are great. I just took a sip of coffee and it mm-hmm. hit me. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna go with the classics. I'm going John John Florence for the boys. Yeah. And for the women, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Moana Jones. Okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, there's, so. Our, there's our picks. Um, in other surf competition news, Carissa Moore and Finn McGill have won the 2023 Vans Triple Crown of Surfing. So from January 3rd to the 23rd, surfers went to Pipeline, Sunset, Haleiwa. They filmed a bunch of stuff, but they could only pick two clips. Mm -hmm. And out of those clips, you had to have at least one wave on a progressive or not progressive board. Something other than a traditional thruster. Uh, Carissa Moore. So they had like 341 waves put in. Out of those waves, Carissa Moore won. Zoe McDougal, so close she got second. Finn McGill, Thunders. People's champion won fifty thousand dollars. Damn! Did you watch some of his clips? I, I mean, he yeah. smashed Haleiwa. Oh my god! Can't be happier for this kid. Finn McGill's awesome. Totally deserves it. E. Michaelani Deval got second. Ivan Florence got third. Ivan Florence having his best competitive year ever on the North Shore. Surf news: Kanoe Garashi and Red Bull just dropped new chapters two. Follows Kanoa's path to becoming a potential champion. That's what he wants. He's fighting for it. Um, this is uh, uh, this is an interesting one, Todd. So this rumor came out. Uh, Beach Grid or somewhere dropped the rumor that the WSL was going to make it mandatory that surfers had to wear Apple oh, yeah. Watches in the water. What was what's up with that? So it's happening. I let's don't, let's go. Let's dive into that too, because I think a lot of people don't really know what yeah, the deal was. So, so if you're on the championship tour, the surfers that were in, like in that, when they're in the water, would have to wear Apple Watches to deliver real time uh, telemetry. Wait, no, what would you call it? Well, it's it's give and take. So they're delivering uh, analytics on speed, waves ridden, uh, that type of information. You know, like physical information you yeah. can get from an iPhone stuff to watch. Add, stuff to add Steps. fluff, <laughs> fluff. Exactly. Well, I mean, Steps. that's pretty much what it is. It's fluff for the broadcast. And that, but what they are getting in return for wearing the watch is uh, priority scores. So this is something that the WSL has been testing now, do they get quietly the, for can years. They ha- do they get the watch? I'm sure they get a watch. I mean... What if you have a watch sponsor? If you have a watch sponsor... See, that's the, that's the stuff that I don't know technically. And I don't know if Apple is like a sponsor of the WSL to where, you know... They, they, you, you, you have to wear that only, and that only. That you know, part I don't know, but maybe you could wear your Nixon watch here and your Apple watch here. Maybe. I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to just bring more to it, and it's just kind of like, I mean, yeah. look, we're the inevitable. We're barreling towards the conversation that will happen during snowboard news of just what what is important to a broadcast, and what right. like what do these what do these entities really want and it's you know they want to engage more people they want to give more information 
But sometimes, I mean, it's like, look, you can clutter the screen. And, and I've, I've had this happen many times at NBC where it's at the Olympics and they always want to bring in new technology to, to bring the viewer into what we're talking about, right. to give them more information about what's happening on the field of play. More facts, more, stats. more fa- just more stuff to talk about. But, but sometimes what that ends up doing um, is taking away from the actual in the moment uh, information that you're giving because it becomes, it becomes a sponsor hit plug. And then you've got to hit this. You have to make sure that you're talking about what this information is tracking and giving you. And it, you know, there's a there's someone that's presenting that and bringing that to you, so you feel like you have to constantly go. Well, he was going 30 miles an hour on that wave, and it's sometimes it feels shoehorned in, like Apple stats, kind of or... like like yeah, like that kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that y- y- we always need to be bringing uh, just more information because right. it, it, we have a hard time delivering the information that we have at hand, whether that's really breaking down a wave or looking at a, a run in the bowl or me trying to count rotations. It's it's hard enough as it is yeah. to try to give that information to the viewer. Never mind having to constantly look at a, like a, a small pop-up stat screen of of what's happening. Yeah. Now, and, but I know what they're doing and you got you got these these broadcasts need to be sold and put on and People are definitely signing contracts to do this. Yeah. There are elements of this that I like. I like the idea of knowing exactly how fast a surfer is going. I like Mm -hmm. that with the GPS tracking on an Apple watch, and they have this on other watches, but you know, you can look at who makes priority before the next person. Yeah. You can, you know, like priority things you can look at. You can also look at hot zones on the, you know, on the wave and in the lineup. So I think there are cool elements, and I don't know how they're going to be used. Mm-hmm. This isn't one of those things that I'm upset about. I think if you were, you know, if you if you have a watch sponsor and you're not allowed to wear it, that's kind of a bummer for the surfer and the other watch sponsor. Mm-hmm. But I do like that that stat based tech mm-hmm. if it's used sensibly, which I think they will. And you know, the fact that I saw. At the U.S. Open, for example, um, you know they they were they like I said they've been testing this technology, so they they know what's going to come from it. They know mm-hmm. what the surfers are going to see. Um, you might you're not going to see this anymore potentially. Yeah, in the see, water. I think th- like, I think that's really important hey. the the priority thing. But then, you know, there is there is a beauty to the analog of of the of priority, like looking on the beach. Yeah, oh, that's still gonna, they're still going to have that. Anyway. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. It'll <laughs> again. Are you? I have a drinking problem <laughs> this morning. It's interesting to see how that'll play out, <coughs> and um, the way that it's been presented, kind of in the surf media, is that the athletes are forced to wear Apple watches. Yeah. But you know, when you break it down, and like you, they're just looking for more information to be given to the commentators, which take it or leave it. Who knows what that's going to be? So we'll see what happens. This is going to come into effect maybe tomorrow depending on when you're listening to this show. So things are happening. Um, also, uh, Stab in the Dark. Stab in the Dark. Italo Ferreira. I think that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a good one. Um, Although, Italo could probably ride my telephone. He could. I've and, seen and do big airs on it. Italo's boards in real life, uh, or the, the few that I've seen, is Olympic board, for example. It was bright, white, beautiful, mm-hmm. epoxy Timmy Patterson board. I pick, It was like a flat chunk. It was so... I mean, to me, I'm like, this felt like a mix of an 80s kind of outline 
with a brand new technic technolo like, technological so, so approach. Does Italo ride like to, to, like specifically when for for like the Olympics or like a wave that that is more of an a performance wave? Yeah. Is he riding more of a really flat, not so rockered board because of what he likes to do? The Olympic board and some of the boards that I've seen him riding in Brazil, for example, like you said, high performance spots, they're they're pretty they're pretty like chunky and flat. Obviously his Hawaii quiver is different. I mm-hmm. saw a photo of it and I couldn't even tell who shaped it. There was so much like graphics and stickers and stuff going on. I believe they're Timmy Patterson boards. I know he's on that program, so um, it'll be fun to watch what Italo does, and hopefully we'll get to see more of him in that wave pool down in Brazil. Oh, I don't know if he's going to be right now. That thing just looks amazing. Um, thoughts? Hey. Hurley X NASCAR. I don't really have any thoughts. Her, wait, what's what? Hurley and NASCAR uh-huh. came together for a collaboration, and basically it's like a Hurley shirt with NASCAR on the sleeve, and like NASCAR style designs, which. It doesn't really impact me or affect me. I'm not a NASCAR fan. People like I don't NAS- have any people like NASCAR shirts right now. Hopefully, tons of people buy them. Hurley gets more money. They get to pay their surfers more. Hey, great. See, I always I got a positive spin on everything. All right, so let, we're gonna we're gonna transition now. It's you have skate news next, but I we need to get the I need to get this off my the elephant the elephant out of my room. Okay, so I'm gonna go live here on my phone going because double live. Okay. Hold on. Wait, if you want, what? if if this, um, if all this information is is too much for you, take thirty two minutes <laughs> out of your life and cleanse your palate with Mason Ho's greatest hits of two thousand twenty two. After this podcast, Mason Ho's palate uh, cleanser, Mason a Ho's joyful wonderful. palate cleanser. Okay, snow news brought to you by K two Snowboards at K two dot snowboarding. What's we, up, Todd? So, um, give us the backstory. Catch us up All right, well, to where we are today. Here we are. Uh, here we are. Here we are. Um, apparently, well, y- yesterday morning I just I'd watched X Games this weekend. Okay. Um, I watched some of it. It kind of irked me in a couple of different ways. It got under your. It, it got, got under your my crawl. skin. It, it got, got under my skin. Crawl. So yesterday morning, Sunday morning, I just half-ass freaking did a testimonial into my phone and put my phone down and like went away and didn't really <laughs> it seemed like a whole ass testimonial to it me. was a whole ass it testimonial well i didn't really think too much about it in hindsight i probably could have articulated myself a little bit better i used a lot of uh freaking and fucking and blah, 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 whatever that's to me the confusing part is was I needed to I needed to get in one or lane. It's freaking or fucking, and I just sometimes I think that freaking look, would dude. Be. My brain is in fast forward, and my mouth is in rewind ninety eight percent of the time okay. when I'm just trying to communicate as a human being. So, anyways, I put that out there. I basically, said that uh, well, what I had seen on Saturday at the X Games, and I was tuning into the uh, YouTube, and I wanted to watch the the men's um, snowboard half pipe final. Right. But I think I, I can't remember what I was doing. But but initially when I turned into YouTube, the first thing that popped up on YouTube was uh, I think it was Minecraft. And I initially thought I was on the wrong I thought I like had like popped into some like Twitch stream of someone doing Minecraft. Okay. And I was like, So oh. what, uh, it was a Are they on my computer in, in my house? The I'm video like, game Minecraft. The video game Minecraft and then someone was commentating that 
like like oh team such and such is and then i heard jack matrani's voice and i was like holy shit dude this is this is x games like i i have tuned into the right place and i watched for probably i don't know like a half an hour because i was so in shock and i was also still waiting to see what was coming up so what and in the span of the half an hour of watching Minecraft and watching Jack Matrani be visibly uncomfortable about like what is happening, because it's like, look, Jack. What was on the screen? It's snowboarding, like, but in Minecraft world? No. No, there was no snowboarding. It was all Minecraft. Apparently, it was like some people uh, that were invited to the best Minecraft players. Oh, in the builders. World. Builders. Minecraft builders. Yeah, no problem with Minecraft. I know. No problem with people, Minecraft. people are great. People go out there, they want to do Build that. Cool. Way. I'm a huge gamer. Keep, keep the damn. Uh, look, why? Why, as X Games, this, and I said this in my rant, X Games um, started in 1995, I believe. Yep. The first X Games in snowboarding was 1997. X Games has been happening for a long time. Yes. The. It's always been about the athletes, and when Ron Semio came up with the X Games, it was about showcasing these incredible action sports athletes. Extreme. Extreme athletes. Well, actually, no, because in the very beginning, I was at the very first press conference for the Winter X Games, and someone in the audience asked, asked Ron Semio, does the X stand for extreme? And Ron said the X stands for the unknown, oh. which I thought was really you know, really ingenious. That's pretty cool. And this, and we're talking about a guy who, who didn't come from snowboarding, mm -hmm. didn't come from any part of action sport. Entertainment. It came from entertainment at ESPN and wanted to showcase these sports. We were all really skeptical of it yeah. at first, but I'll tell you what, you know, as, as X games came in and became like this, um, this paramount, if you competed, if you were a competitive yeah. snowboarder, or you know a competitive skater or a competitive skier and all these different aspects because we've gone through so many different sports of the X Games over the years. It it was one of the best events to go to because you got the airtime. Uh, you were actually yeah. on TV. Uh, it was very it was very uh, prestigious when you won a medal. Right. Um, the competition was always fierce. It's up there with Olympic gold. It really is. It's, it's it really it with, was yeah. it was pretty Olympic olympic style for a long time and but it really when you when you stripped it all away it was about the athletes and the athlete stories and these names people that i didn't follow like i biker sherlock arlo arlo eisenberg dave mira jamie bestwick like these names are like i didn't really follow bmx i didn't really yeah. i i certainly didn't follow inline skating i didn't really follow downhill luge but i knew who these people were yeah because X Games did such a great job of storytelling, and um, like Tyler Frisbee, the the uh, he was a snowmobile guy, and you know these like Darren Rawls, like gnarly free skier uh, in in skier cross, like yeah. these names, Seth Westcott, freaking you know, all these names became heroes, household heroes, yeah. heroes because of because of X Games, and so when I see this X Games. This year. And X Games just sold, by the way. Not very long ago. X Games sold. Okay. A new group has come in. Apparently, from what I was told from the inside, was the train had already left the station for this X Games. So there wasn't very much they could do. They did bring in Salema. Salema's back, which is... Awesome. 
great. Yeah. I, I wish I could have seen more of Salama during this because he is. I kept looking for him. In my opinion, he's the he's the the greatest hype man that these sports have seen. I he was he was on Knucklehawk. He was on Knucklehawk. He was he did some of the opening awesome. the opening hosting. But getting back to what okay, I was yeah, talking yeah. about, so the broader. The broader, and you know, over the years, it's it's gone like you know, but they brought in Knucklehawk, and and some events have disappeared, and some have come in, and you know, the real snow and all that stuff. But this year, instead of telling those stories, instead of instead of talking about like the build process of of the snowboard park and what it takes, and this is the culture of of snowboard culture, like instead of that, we have people paying Minecraft for way too freaking long, mm-hmm. and then. These TikTok slash influencer types being flown in and presented as, as, snowboard, culture. as snowboard culture, which is, I mean, look, I, I'm not even going to say who was there because I don't, I, you can do what you want. You, you, can, you, can, you can be part of this community. You can be an influencer on TikTok. I don't care. I don't care. But it's, it gets weird when I look at, you're taking away from pushing like you you're bringing in influencers instead of creating influencers within this sport because it's embarrassing it's embarrassing mark mcmorris you know you the, all the all the incredible action sports names these are the influencers you don't need to bring these other people in you need to tell the stories of these athletes that are there and it, not just mcmorris not just you know the uh, uh zoe sadowski there's so many other kids that are coming up that are interesting stories. And yeah. it's like, you know what's not interesting? Some dude pretending he's fucking baked in Colorado where weed is completely legal and putting him like as a, we're going to showcase this dude yeah. and and push him forward as like, this is the fucking face of X Games. That shit no, it's so tired. whack. It's so tired. Hey, but there's so... I don't want to interrupt, but I think X Games inherently has always had a level of obnoxiousness to it, but not necessarily any bad way. It was, you know, like rah. In it's, your a face. Show, you know, it's, it's a it's show, dude. It's a spectacle. But and- I agree with what you're saying. The prestige should be protected. The prestige of winning X Games. The prestige of competing in X Games. You know, like you only have the Olympics every four years. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you have a couple other big events, but in terms of like. I don't necessarily follow what's happening. We don't like, got, on the we don't have tour, much left, dude. But X Games is like one of the only ones left. We don't have many events left, and yeah. honestly, like I, I feel like a big a big portion of this is okay. So we had print media die, and print media was a big um, a big advocate of of creating these icons, creating these influencers, creating these heroes for people to worship, which would in turn bring people out. And I'm not talking just snowboarding on on free skiing and freaking and in the and in the summertime you get the skaters and the BMXers and whatever. You create these uh, personas and then you bring them to the X Games and then people can come for free. This year wasn't for free anymore. You have to pay now. To watch, which is like what? To stand by the half pipe. Stand by the half pipe and freeze. You have to pay to do that. Um, it's just, it's to me, it's it's so, it's taking away from all of the, the the push that these athletes have done to get there. Because let's 
let's not even beat around the bush. What these people are doing, the athletes are doing in their respective sports is so far and beyond what anyone could have imagined 15 years ago. Right. At the inception of the Winter X Games in 1997 at Snow Summit, there is no way, if you had told me what would be going down in men's snowboarding halfpipe or, or men's snowboarding big air or knuckle hooker, I would just be like, you are out of your freaking mind. Yeah. So for them to be having having their their moment in the spotlight cheapened by a bunch of sideshow bullshit yeah fuck that yeah fuck that fuck that and i just i this is all about the athletes and people have i've i've had a lot of pushback on my social media you're gatekeeping you know what what's like, wrong with being a gatekeeper okay look gatekeeping on in its definition if you look up urban dictionary or it's it's to to be exclusive and keep people out I am all for cultural preservation. Yeah. I am here to to honor what the people that came before me brought to snowboarding and the people after me bring to snowboarding. I want that to be represented. I want that to be honored. And I want that to be the foundation because you can't keep fucking stacking blocks if there's no foundation underneath and expect to have... It's like they're just... The, peop, the powers that be at X Games had probably a bunch of focus group meetings, probably had hired some really expensive uh, uh, marketing company from either Los Angeles or New York, and they said, we need to get influencers. That'll bring the youth eyeballs. And what they're doing is they're plucking the fruit from the lowest hanging branches of the tree. Yeah, it takes a lot more effort to get the fruit up at the top of the tree, and then you have to think about sustainability. Is this a sustainable model? What happens in two years when, what happens if fucking TikTok goes away? What happens if TikTok well, peel, is gone? Peel the layers know? back here a little okay. bit to simplify the I'm conversation. Ranting. I'm okay? on a rant so right now. You, you have, in my opinion, you've got some really great things about X Games any year. I sat down and I watched the entire Knuckle Huck event, for yeah, if example. You, if you strip away on, all so, the clown work, yeah, it is so, great. So, okay, you've got the athletes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. to, in my opinion, the commentators... They didn't, they didn't like, they're great. I, I, I have nothing against listening to the commentators and, you know, having Salema back, Craig, all the whole crew, yeah. like it's not their fault when the producer says, Hey, you've got to throw it down to young gravy and stony baloney in the freaking Toyota right. mosh pit or whatever. It's like, that's, we all do that in the commentary <clears throat> business. So I get it. I don't, I don't fault them at no. all, but my in in reading and being not involved but in in reading what was going on in your social media you had you know the jamie anderson's you had the heaviest hitters coming in and saying yeah like of all of, the, of, of all the sports yeah, dude it's but of not all different levels some of them were like haha yeah that was lame others were like i'm embarrassed this is a travesty and i think putting that opinion out there was you know i i thought it was awesome that you did it and i thought it definitely leads to a conversation and you know in, in watching these things, it's like, I think what was maybe a little bit backwards is when you hire a guy like, you know, Stony Baloney or Snowboard Jesus or whoever the influencer is. And again, I don't have anything against them. If you think that's funny, that's cool. cool. Like, I personally don't like it, but whatever. They're doing their thing and they have way more followers than I do. But to me, when you hire them, you're getting their fan base. So they are hired to bring their fan base to X Games, not reverse. X Games seemed like they were like 
giving their fan. Oh, like here's all of our fans to these type of influencer people. And I think that's where kind of the backwards thing is like, yeah, we, we, we do want, uh, insert influencer name here. 500,000 people watching yeah, X that's, games. That's great. And all. I, mean, look, I don't think it needs to be reversed coming. This is, and I'm also coming at this. I mean, I worked for X games for 15, 10 years. I was, I was a, the snowboard commentator there for 10 years. And you would always have celebrities coming over to Buttermilk to be, but see, the, the difference is, is those celebrities just wanted to come and be a part of it. It wasn't like they were being paid mass amounts of money to come over. It was like such and such is in town. He wants to come over right. and check out the snowboarding. I mean, sure, there was musical acts that were booked and things like that. But, you know, I kind of thought this hit like this, this kind of weird uh interaction between the social media and and like America votes I thought that kind of died in 2010 when they had like an audience participation where they were they had a big air contest and the and the judges the vote meter? kind of the judges vote counted for 50% and the audience counted for 50% and that That's was just weird. like it was really weird and I thought X Games learned its lesson and Phil Orleans God bless him. If you're on here listening, Phil Orleans used to be our our big producer at X Games, and he was he would tear his freaking hair out because he freaking loved it. He loved X Games, and he loved to showcase the sports. And he wasn't too proud when something didn't go right to go in a different direction. Yeah, he's like, okay, that didn't work. How do we make this better? How do we make this better? Uh, Chris Gunnarsson, Todd Richards, uh, you know, Sean White, Travis Rice, whoever was competing, we get them all together. And we talk. So yeah. that being said, I want to help. I want to help X Games. I want X Game. I want there to be a um, an advisory board of people from within this industry that can kind of like, kind of keep keep it on the rails a little bit. And it's like I said, it's not gatekeeping at all. It's cultural preservation and doing what's right for the longevity of our sport. Yeah, that's all I'm in it for. What about- I do not. I mean, I, you can do whatever the frick you want. You can you can hand out power bars to people in lift line, uh, and make sure a camera's pointed at you when you do a good deed, so then people will know about it. Like you can do that all day long. I don't care. But when you start to like, when you start to take away from the the cultural aspect of the sport, like that's where I have a problem because snowboarding gave me like pretty much everything gave me this this uh, bullshit pulpit to sit here and and give you my old man views on how but things it's are. not it's not i i like and that right there that that that's an issue it's like all oh, old heads getting mad i don't i disagree with that because i i know your passion for snowboarding for competitive snowboarding as well and also for you know growth of the sport it's like Sustainable, you know, sustainable growth because we don't like we're looking at a point now where it's too crowded. It's too crowded. It's too expensive. Um, the barrier to entry is huge, and we as an industry need to. And, and like I said this a couple of weeks ago after after uh, Ken's funeral was like we've lost this connection where the entire industry gets together and shares ideas about how to sustain the growth in action sports. And I'm not talking just snowboarding, I'm talking skating, surfing, you know, motorsports, the whole nine yards. We need to come together and figure out a way to kind of almost like, if if corporate America wants to come in, we let them in, but we, we take 
their dollars and we don't just frivolously throw it at bullshit. We use it to to build up our industries. Right. And we talk about ideas and what works, what worked last year, what doesn't. We don't just come into this thing with a shotgun and like, you know, explode out a bunch of really crappy ideas and you don't care because you're probably not going to be working there again next year. Yeah. And I feel like that it's it's this quick turnover where no one's really looking down the line being like, where do I want X Games to be in 10 years? Yeah. I I I am that guy. You know, I don't even know if I'll be able to fucking walk in 10 years, but I you will be. I know that I want to to give back to something that gave me a lot. And the X Games gave me a lot. They gave a lot of us a lot. What if... Does that make sense? Yeah. What if this year's X Games has more viewers than all previous years because of uh, influencers, because of uh, collabs with video games? Uh, you know, in watching, on, in watching on TV, in watching the crowd interaction, yeah. people look like they're having a great time. People seem to be loving Young mm -hmm. Gravy. Uh, what if? Yeah. It what works? if the numbers what are if huge? It works? What if these numbers are absolutely giant? Well, is is numbers everything, Chris? No. No. Numbers are not everything because you, you know, <laughs> definitely not. You have, just have you looked at how many people listen to my music or exactly watch like freaking no one <laughs> numbers aren't everything. Numbers quality aren't. listeners, <laughs> not quantity. No, I just you know I I think that. I think there's a really good chance that the numbers were probably really big, but at the same time, you know, when I when I initially jibber jabbered onto my Instagram yesterday, I you know usually when I jibber jabber like that, I don't really expect anything, but it resonated with a lot more people than I thought it was going to. Yeah, like overwhelmingly, people are like, "Fuck yeah, we need to do something." So I feel like there's this paradigm shift in not that like the not like the core culture because that's such a weird word these days like what is core? Right. there's no like core like what is you know but i just think the people that people are starting to care more and the 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 activity the sport that they identified with and and have like built a lifestyle around is slowly being washed away like like that that special thing that held you like you know the special thing that like that I don't know, like, are you a snow... Like, when you identify yourself as, like, I'm a snowboarder. Like, I'm a snowboarder. Yeah. Like, that's... It's kind of getting, like, eroded. And it's... I don't know. I feel like people... It resonated with people because it it was, like, a kind of... I don't know, just a cheapening of, of something that a lot of people hold dear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that all of this comes up via X Games because, you know... Even though when you think of X Games, you think of this kind of like brash, obnoxious, ah, but then you, if you kind of take that layer off, Tony Hawk's 900. I mean, you think of like these moments, right? From X Games, you mean? Yeah. Or just like, maybe not it's specifically, but these moments from X Games that changed how we Trajectory. Stayed, like, how look, you can't deny. I mean, like, look, Tony, Tony was the one that performed the 900, but X Games gave that trick the platform to be seen by millions yeah. and and for I, I think it's really hard to argue that it didn't shoot action sports stratospherically in the right direction you know it's like it, it, it exposed it to a lot more people because the powers that be that were in charge of the x games put the sports front and center everything around the sports the culture 
everything was geared towards pumping up these athletes and creating superheroes. Yeah. Because they are to me. All these. Well, that helps them get paid too. It, totally. And that's another thing too is like it's there's you've got people that are that are the best in the world at these sports that are fucking scrapping by, dude. But they're risking it all to f- entertain you. Right. We need to get these get these kids paid. Get them their I mean get them their dues, man. It's like and then you got another dude who like walking around like pretending he's fucking baked making 10 times as much money on the hill. No, yeah. there's a problem there. There's a disconnect. Yeah. I you know I I don't have a problem with with many influencers as they do their thing and again their audiences are way bigger than mine but I agree with you some of the some of it's super embarrassing and super cringy and then I watch some of the stuff that my kids watch and it's embarrassing and cringy so maybe <laughs> focus groups are right from from what I know most people who are influencers who are outlandish embarrassing and Cringy, get a lot of views. Mm-hmm. And again, I guess we'll see. So let, uh, we know about the negatives of X Games. Let's talk about the positives. I'm going to throw out some names yep. and some results. Tell me how this happened and why are you hyped on this? Women's snowboard slope style, uh, gold, Zoe Zadowski tonight. Oh, my goodness. Zoe is is on such another level right now with her riding. She's, there's just so much confidence in Every trick that she throws, every landing, every you know, every rail, you can just you can just tell like she's super in her moment right, right now, and she, really she's like such a crazy inspiration for this next crop coming up because the stuff that she's doing. I mean, she she didn't do it in this competition, but she's got switch backside twelve sixties. She's got backside twelve sixties. Um, it's incredible. It's really insane to watch her ride. I mean, she's like one of my top three favorite people to watch snowboard. Hell yes. All right. Uh, Scotty's back. Men's snowboard superpipe gold medalist Scotty James. So I watched the the men's halfpipe the other night. They did have a bunch of snow. And it was it was kind of snowing. Like too much snow for halfpipe? It was just like with, with superpipe, there's such a fine line um, between, you know, having just enough speed and any, any fluctuation – with you know just snow falling or even the snow getting tacky because it's a super pipe and speed is of of the utmost importance it it really like you need to be on it scotty everyone else looked like they were struggling for speed scotty looked like he was running it in cruise control cruising it's cruising but cruising for scotty but not cruising for anybody i mean started off with probably like a 15 foot high switch mctwist straight into a, a double 1080 that looked like he was just you know my favorite thing about scotty is this back arm doesn't go under his butt cheek when he rotates his doubles and it seems to be that that's kind of a thing it keeps your momentum going gets you tucked up in a little flying meatball and scotty's big man scotty's over six feet tall really and yeah you just finding that out i'm just finding this so out. anyway so scotty's scotty's style on his doubles it's slow it looks effortless he put together a run ended things off with a switch backside 1260 just perfect like scotty has been mopping up with technicality for Tight. years unfortunately ayumu and kaiju uh the two hirano brothers didn't really have a chance to just absolutely let their boards run so Scotty kind of just walked with that one. Right. Uh, women's snowboard superpipe, Gayon Choi. Killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Uh, women's snowboard, Big Air. 
Rira Iwabuchi. And Rira is, she did the first uh, first triple that we've seen in competition. Uh, triple undercork, 1260, which is incredible. She um, made the made her first one in in that contest, which I thought, I think it was her first one. Madness. It's insane. Uh, and Marcus, the, Marcus, the best ever. Marcus, Marcus Cleveland, Cleveland, Snowboard Big Air, um, Gold, Triple, Triple, triple Front Rodeo or Chicane. Chicane's off kind of almost more of like a Nolly style rodeos. You throw it over, you dip your front shoulder. But dude, Marcus Cleveland, man, the kid is on when he took two golds and a, and a silver. And I love his just his face and style. He's just like, yeah, this has been so fun. I'm having such a fun time. Men's slope style. And now the record holder for most winter X medals, Mark McMorris, Sparky. Sparky comes, came clutch Damn. at the end. And it was, it's crazy too, because had Marcus Cleveland, um, it, it was really close. Like yeah. Marcus was, was leading into the very last run and basically had three golds, right. a sweep of all the events. And but, it's, uh, it's funny too, that like, you, you know, we're, we're talking about the seriousness of these events and, and for me, my favorite event is the Knuckle Huck, which is the most zany of all the events, but also to me the most relatable because it's like, it doesn't look like these guys are about to die every time they jump off the jump. It looks like they're floating and there's just something so cool and weird about it. That yeah, it's like, it's basically, I might be considered dorky you're just, that, you're just kind of flying, like it's you're just so flying weird. to the bottom. It is, it is weird. I think it's, it's really cool. It is relatable. I, I can't even imagine like. Watching Zeb Powell um, ride that gigantic board yeah. and being able to just like nolly and butter himself into whatever he's the kid has air awareness like no one he, on the planet. He did almost kill his friend trying to do a high five. It was like a I don't know that might have not I think it was Zeb. No, 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 no. You're talking about Dusty Hendrickson. Dusty Hendrickson. Dusty Hendrickson. Other favorite. The, that dude let's, is let's just, insane. This is a shout out right now of. For for me, give me some rider names. My yeah. honorable mention of MVP of the weekend, and just making it look so stupid good. Dusty Hendrickson yeah. is he's just in a league above everyone else. Well, like, my, one of my favorite things to do is you know I, I see the I see the jumping all every contest. It all looks the same to me. But I start to pay attention to like what people like what their body language is in between right. the jumps. Dusty Hendrickson looks like he just drank a bottle of NyQuil yeah. in the start gate. And like he's Corey just... Corey Gino kind of style. He's just melatonin steeds all the way down. It's so incredible. His uh, He's another one of these kids who can who can make anything look good. And I just... I, he was He's my style MVP of the week. And to your point of influence, they kept showing Dusty before his runs, Knuckle Huck, and he was dancing, and he was having fun. He was talking to his homies. And I'm like... I want, I want to know more about this dude. Why not follow him around all day? Because he seems pure and real entertaining rather than somebody yeah. who's acting. Right? Like, you know, what, what, one of my Sorry, favorite... I dip back into negative. What, well, good. Let's let's talk about it. Like, instead of instead of going up on the hill and following um, Gravy Boat around... What's his name? Young young Gravy Train around the, young the hill. Young Why not just follow Dusty Hendrickson on a casual lap as he goes down to the slope style course? Because it will blow your freaking lid. And, you know, and, just and I think too is like one of my favorite things to do when I was commenting X Games because I'd go up and take laps with everybody is watch how 
the casual destruction of the mini park at buttermilk went down like and it, it's insane all of these guys are such good riders just to just to watch them screwing around is right. is so next level and people don't really get a chance to see these guys in a like yeah like at the x games you're watching everyone in contest mode but when you get to watch the behind the scenes of people's riding, like what they're really like when they just kind of fall down on the hill or when they do some crazy trick that's they wouldn't do in competition, but they're going to do it off like the jump in the park for warmups. Like yeah. that's that kind of stuff is really interesting to me. Well, there's enough happening too. I mean, even the nuts and bolts of the operation, right? So I noticed when they get to the bottom of the, of the hill in some of these events, you got to get on a snowmobile and ride back up, but they never actually showed like what it, what that is they mm -hmm. showed the snowmobile kind of and then they showed the guy and it was like okay next rider but that's to me that's interesting how it works you know I, I think that stuff is cool or just or just like look the guys from snowpark tech who put these courses together who basically do not sleep for three weeks yeah putting this stuff together and i always found it fascinating like how do you how do you figure out the trajectory how do you figure out the trajectory of a jump who tests that jump you know, here's we. You know, who cuts the super pipe? Like, what is the stuff that goes through that? We used to we used to do features about that stuff all the time when I was commentating X. Like, it was always something, you know. And it was always kind of became awkward when you brought somebody else into the booth that wasn't from that world because it's like you then you have to dumb the broadcast down to speak to the person mm -hmm. in the booth. You know, I, I don't know. It's just there's there's a lot that can be done um i i feel that this new uh the the new owner group of the x games definitely wants to make it better there's a lot of us from within the industry that want to help to make it better and it really just comes down to we just want to provide a an incredible venue for the athletes to do their thing right and the most spectacular riding presented in a fun way um that's that's true yeah. to our sports. Please still have fun. And yeah. But please. That's it. I guess be respectful. And Todd, I do respect that. Yes, you can complain. You can rant. But you're also coming up with ideas and offering help. Look, I'm because just. I'm, like, I'm one freaking person. If it was just me and yelling into the void and, and I didn't get any kind of response. Cool. I freaking go away. And then I move on to whatever. You know, Last of Us last night. We talked about that. <laughs> whatever. But it, it seemed to really resonate with a lot of people. So obviously there's, it is, it there's is. something there. Well, so It resonated, and we got to move on. All right, let's go. Okay. What else? Um, get back to the pureness. Get back to the rawness, the beauty of snowboarding. Uh, Muzzy mm -hmm. recommends Vans Arctic Roses, Arthur yeah. Longo, Dude. Brian and Gucci, any, and the crew. Any Rukiyari. You didn't even want to go there, I did mean, you? I <laughs> mean... No. <laughs> did they have names on the screen, though? <laughs> uh, they, didn't, they did not. But uh, I just, you know, I, I feel like there's, you know, this this to me is kind of like it's artistic. It's beautiful. It makes me want to go snowboarding. Um, I think, you know, X Games and other big uh, spectacle events mm -hmm. are kind of, you know, they're kind of mixed. They're like, this is snowboarding, but it doesn't necessarily make you want to go snowboarding. Videos like this make you want to go out and snowboard with your Look, friends. Look, anytime you can watch uh, Arthur Longo just yeah. just cruise around and do ollies on yeah. cat tracks, I mean, it's 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 going to be a great amazing. time. Um, so also, that's a palate cleanser. That's as well. it is a palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh, coming up in competition news for people, uh, this next weekend we have the um, Grand Prix event is happening 
at Mammoth. We have free ski and snowboarding happening there. Slope I heard um, Bobby Sloth got hired to be part of that, and he's like um, a furry that only talks in sloth language. <laughs> he's got a ton of followers, but he's actually going to be following the action at very slow motion. Um, but he is basically going to be the face of that event. Am I correct? And he's dressed like a sloth. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> That's not... Just stop. And then we've got... I heard a- there's going to be a baby there. He's two, one and a half years old. Great snowboarding baby. But his baby's going to be mic'd up and chucked down the pipe with the rider for the first time ever. Actually on a baby Bjorn to commentate. You know what I tell is you? Is that true? I would tell you what would be great is to just... Is to, to mic up the, the parking lot attendants... And when people try to like try to just barge into the parking and yeah. do, oh yeah, I'm just dropping somebody off. No, that's, you're not. That's who I want to have mic'd up. I think that's some real shit. Anyways, we also have do tour that's coming up uh, later on this month in Colorado. Completely different format. There'll be more information on that baloney as we get closer there. And and if if, if we're working, it, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, and that's that. And that is snowboard news. Do we have, do have do we have uh, yeah. skate news? Um, I, well, there was some bad news oh, that this happened. Sucks. Um, beloved South Lake Tahoe skier yeah. Kyle Smain 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 uh, killed in an avalanche in Japan. Yeah. And it, again, and it's just further reason. Just please, everyone, safety. please, 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 please be careful. This has been such a freaking horrendous start to 2023 with the you know big people in our sports passing away and just be careful out there. And this was an avalanche that happened in Nagano prefecture in Japan. Just be careful. Yeah. If the bet, if it can happen to the best of the best, it can happen to the rest of us. Um, and I, I I don't want to start skate news on a bummer as well. Um, skate news is brought to you by beneath apparel, but you know, this is, if you type skateboarding, skate news, anything relating to skateboarding into Google right now, uh, the story of Tyree Nichols will come up, and it's a story that needs to be told. This kid was a really a, g- a great skater. He loved it. He was passionate about it. He's constantly out filming, um, and it's 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 pretty amazing. Like that, the first you know the first thing you hear about this guy, he's a he's a kind-hearted soul, a unique individual, a skateboarder. Um, he was murdered by five police officers in Memphis, and um, it's a horrific story. I didn't watch the video. Um, that's uh, not, I, I don't, you know, obviously it was a, a key thing in all these officers potentially getting arrested and all that stuff. But the, right. the, the point is, is, uh, you know, it's just really sad. And it's uh, to see that his life is being celebrated is, you know, at least inspirational there. And that the, the protests that followed have been peaceful and uh, it's just, it's horrible and it's just fucked up that it keeps happening. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll be the last one. I mean, you can think, think about it that way. Uh, but in great skate news, uh, Thrasher Am, Thrasher Magazine has just dropped Am Scramble, Dylan Jeb, Kieran Woolley, Patrick Preyman, Nick Matthews, and more. It's on Transworld Mag, uh, Transworld? Wow. Where, what year is this? It's on thrashermagazine.com. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it's. It's really awesome. It's really, it's really, really good. Um, and I went to the barracks as well. So, oh, so, so that's what I was doing. So I was on Thrasher Mag. I was on Transworld. I was on the barracks. The barracks now is becoming I, more of a you want to hear some crazy destination hub. I talked to Steve Barrow yesterday on the phone. Steve Barrow commented on your thing. Yeah, 
I thought, so what did we you kind of, we kind of, well, I actually didn't talk to him on the phone. We, we DM back you and forth, but it's, other. uh, you know, just, just stuff about what we were just talking yeah. about, you know? So the barracks has a new look and now it is back in the control of Costin and Barra. But you, if you look in the top bar, you've got skateboarding videos, but then some additions, food, music, tech. And I'm not mad at that. Nerd I think it's pretty cool. Do they need, ner- do they need they someone to do need nerd news? news from us. <laughs> um, Another thing to make you happy in the world of skateboarding is in the vein of Fancy Lad and Bees. It's called Skater Die 4. Uh, Matt Taylor's newest video, Skater Die, sound effects, antics. Great skate, like really, really good skateboarding mixed with fun circus tricks. To me, this is zany at its best. This is not trying too hard. This is zaniness at its finest. Loved it. Can we talk about uh, a, a clip I posted on my Insta this weekend? Which one? Uh, it was basically someone, I forget who it was, pushing at uh, like a quarter pipe to wall ride. They go, they basically go um, like sex change, body burial, mm-hmm. right? They jump the other way and then fakey Ollie off the wall in rapid succession back into the pipe. But you don't remember pipe. who it was? I don't, dude. And it was like on my Insta like two days ago, but it's this crazy. Skateboard. There's, I don't know. There's some really good skateboarding happening out there. I wish I knew who it was because it was freaking awesome. True Skate Mag names Sodi, TJ Rogers. So they made they named their own skater of the year. Um, I mean, how could you argue against this one? TJ Rogers dropped four insane video parts while beating cancer. Period. He's a hammer. Uh, Also, Chandler Burton, aka Big Nakey, dropped an insane part. I love this guy. Super unique. Um, he's, he's glamorous, he's cool, he's interesting, he's way different, and he rips. So watch him, support him. Um, that's my skate news for now. I do have nerd news. Chris, Are you still I, have, at your thing? I have so much nerd news to talk about. Oh my God. Good. Why not? It's okay. raining. Who gives a shit? Right. Nerd not, news is brought fun. to you by Pure Prescriptions. And if you have not dove into Perfect Immune... You're probably gonna. You have a really good chance of getting eaten alive by a cordyceps virus. Somebody's gonna kiss you with uh, foam mushroom. Mushroom okay. face. All right. Before we, we're gonna start talking about Last of Us. Uh, there could be some spoilers, but in my defense, I only watched three quarters of the new episode. I felt I had to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I will just start by saying um, this love story episode came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I uh, thought it was so um, endearing and so left field. I was gearing myself up ready for more clickers, more death, more death yeah. and it was this beautiful random love story. Well, the thing is, okay, so for for nerds is that like in the game? for nerds like me who play the game, no, okay. Bill's Bill's whole story, like it didn't really play out that way in the game. And a lot like the the I forget what's what's the guy's name, his boyfriend. Uh, I was just I kept I'm all that's the dude from White Lotus season one anyway anyway so he that in the video game that guy hangs himself and it's all in you have to like basically um kind of put the pieces together what happened between Bill and his partner you're solving the mystery kind of it's like just within the game you're roaming around you're fucking finding shit to craft and sometimes you find a letter that kind of like gives you a little bit more but in the game Bill that whole town is there like basically the same premise of it where Mm -hmm. he takes over this town and puts a bunch of booby traps but 
they run into Bill. Bill's still alive in the game. So it was it was a really big departure of from what the game source material was. But I was I was a little bit thrown by that. For, okay, for, let's let me back up here. Okay, we're on season episode three. Episode three of The Last of Us. Within the first five minutes, there's a scene that completely took me out of The Last of Us. And it's I freaking love this show. I love the game. I love everything that Neil Druckmann has created. It shows a scene of Joel and Ellie by a stream in the woods. Okay. And it's a pulled back shot in this forest. Right. And in the background are two fucking mountains. And it says 10 miles outside of Boston. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no mountains outside There's- of Boston? Well, it's like a ma- it's like a mountain know. range in freaking uh, Wyoming is what they're showing in the background, and it says ten miles outside of Boston. Ten Maybe miles outside of Boston is Lexington, Concord, and that is <laughs> suburbia. And there ain't no giant pine trees. There's freaking oh. birch trees. So please, for the love of God, if you're going to show an well, episode two, if you're going to show Faneuil Hall in Boston, and now you're ten miles out, and there's a Freaking mountain range of fourteen thousand footers? No, no. I, it didn't bother me. It bothered me. It didn't Chris. bother me. It brought me right out of it. Right out of it. I love anyway, movie traps. Back, back into it. Um, don't give. Too yeah, it was much. a. It I don't was, want you to give too much though. It was a departure. It was a departure, but it was. It was. Um, Neil Druckmann had a little interview that said, "When we came, you know, when we were looking at the source material to create this show, could we?" Im- Improve upon the source material in some places, and if we did improve, does it change the narrative? And right. and this was one of those things where they they decided to go left field and improve on it. And I think it did. It kind of adds a little backstory to what's happening, and it also right. kind of shows you that you know this isn't like it is pretty close to the game's pacing and the game's story, but at the same time, they're kind of you know they're making it its own show for TV. I think it's I think it's pretty amazing that you can watch one episode and see this arc of 20 years. Right. And we've seen that now in every episode it's like 10 years later, 26 years before. It's 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 pretty cool what they do with time. So I guess it's safe to say that Todd and I definitely recommend to all of you to watch Last of Us. Yeah, I mean look, it's it's, it's still like one of my favorite thing and I keep telling everyone I'm telling you you ain't. I'm telling you. And it's been okay. So it also, this past week, it's been renewed for season two, which means Thank that goodness. they are going to adapt at least the beginning of The Last of Us Part Two. So there's two video games. There's two video games: Last of Us Part One, Last of Us Part. When you beat the first one, do you kiss a princess? No, that doesn't happen in this no? one. It's the opposite. You get your stomach punched. <laughs> like you guys have no freaking idea what's coming. Should I if start you don't... playing Last of Us? Yes, I will. I will gladly let you borrow my PlayStation to play it. I have a PlayStation. You do? Yeah. PlayStation what? Four. You do? Yeah. Why don't you just take my Last of Us? Copy? Okay, give it to me. Jeez, I don't want to fight with you. We've already been arguing. I'll argue. We with, haven't been arguing. I'll argue with anyone. Um, I've got pent here's up what I watched this weekend. I watched uh, an Amazon show that I that I kept seeing. For now, a year or something. Oh, yeah. Not, is... It's called Hunters. I thought it was like a comedy no. Nazi hunter thing. But I started watching it with my wife. This show is so gnarly. It's... It is equally as gnarly as Game of Thrones. Yeah. As In terms of like violence mm-hmm. and blood and tension. 
It's you're a little late. You're a little late on this one. I'm very late on this one, and I'm even later on this next one. I'm embarrassed. Well, actually, I'm not embarrassed to admit. <clears throat> I finally just watched The Godfather. You're on an Al Pacino freaking come up this weekend. I just watched it. I feel so much more grown up. I actually, so I'm in a- Part one or I'm, part two? Like, what do you watch? A, I'm in like this interesting kind of media landscape right now. I started listening to an audiobook on Audible uh, about how Mario Puzzi wrote, Puzo, wrote- the Godfather, and all that they had to go through to get it made. Hmm. Insane story. Better than the movie. This story is way... It's like the shit they had to go through to get this movie made is almost more entertaining than the actual movie. And so you're... you're so I list, I'm halfway through the audiobook, and then I watch the movie, and now I have the audiobook hmm. to finish. So I'm going to know more about The Godfather. Dude, Marlon Brando? Are you he, kidding me? They Nobody wanted to hire him. They did not want Marlon Brando. He was washed up. He was a failure. His ten, last 10 movies had bombed. He was like over. Francis Ford Coppola demanded it. That's you know, so he was good. a blonde too. And wait, wait until you've... Uh, you, anyway. So obviously you've never seen The Godfather Part 2. No, I'm, I'm going Godfather Part 2 next time I get on a plane. Yeah. Um, in other news uh, that Todd and I don't care about really, um, the, does anyone care about the Grammy Awards? I have a question. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Um, because here's, here's the stars of the Grammys, ABBA, Adele, Beyonce, Coldplay, Harry Styles. So obviously millions and millions of people care about the Grammys with those people. We're just not two of them. There are a couple interesting things when you look at the list. Song of the year, like best song of the year. Didn't we used to watch the Grammys to see what crazy thing would happen? Was that the MTV Music Awards? Nothing crazy is going to happen. I can't remember. Maybe like Eminem comes out with Elton John. Like that was crazy right i was like wow guns and roses with elton john whatever it was some stuff like that might happen i don't i'm not gonna watch Coldplay. i don't know it's just weird to me that of the best songs it's not like a band wrote a song that was the best it was like beyonce and underneath it there's 40 names there's 40 people in a room i got an idea like let's do that wait what what are you talking about okay like collaborators on the song Best song, song of the year award. Let's say it's a Beyonce song. Every okay. every song is written by 40 people. So it's like a committee, a company, a group came together and wrote this song. It's That's not, the opposite I, of you. I don't you. understand. I come together, one guy writes one bad song. <laughs> That's it. There's just one of us. Um, but that just kind of bothered me. It's like there's a songwriter who wrote a song that's great. Why can't they get nominated? Um, good news, Wet Leg got nominated, Idols got nominated, and Turnstile. For some reason, Muse got nominated for Best Metal, Turnstile for Best Metal. Shit's weird. Um, if you want to hear some good music, all you need to do is go to your phone, your computer, your record player, and put on some television. We lost a giant of rock and yeah. roll, Mr. Tom Verlaine of television. That one stung. I never got to see them live. I know that's selfish of me to say this man lost his life, but uh, I love television. Tom Verlaine, what a G. Blast some television today. Um, oh, we have questions. We've got a lot of questions. Questions are brought to you by Nanocraft CBD. <coughs> and uh, here we go. I've got a, I, wow, we do have a lot of questions. Um, starting off with a hammer. Mm. Nick Thoman, <laughs> F. Mary Kill. Stony oh McBlaze, no. Snowboard Jesus, I'm not Young answering. Gravy. I'm not answering that. Okay, I am going to 
Um, <laughs> F, Snowboard Jesus, because he actually seems like an okay guy. I'm going to marry Young Gravy. Seems like he's coming up. He's got some money, and I'm going to have to K uh, Stony McBlaze. And again, if you're a Stony McBlaze fan, good for you. Okay, here I have one right here. You just like to end that Stony McBlaze yeah, conversation. Yeah, I don't even want. I, I like the more that there's going to be a boxing match. The next ASR, Todd Richards versus Stony McBlaze. So much hot air being. I just I'm. Done. It's not funny. I'm it's done not giving funny. lip service okay? to these people. It's not funny. Uh, Northwest Shredicator, NW Shredicator asks. That's a good name. Todd, thank you for saying what you said regarding the absurdity of X Games and then bringing in stupid lame asses, yada, yada, yada. Two questions today. What can ESPN do to redeem themselves? Oh, we already talked about that. And how can the rest of us help you take the ad block away from Cote? <laughs> They're going to have to pay all viewers $1,000. My ad block was great. When you advertise on the Monday Mass, you're going to want me to do the ad block. Why? He talks too fast. No, I don't. During the ad block. You do. I say quality things. You say harmful things. <laughs> you say harmful things. Um, okay, I got one. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, H. Wilson. What does he say? Is Gabriel Medina the Niger Houston of surfing? Ooh. No. Hot take. Gabriel Medina, for all his flamboyance in terms of tattoos and jewels and cars and all that is very chill and well actually you know what maybe because i i like i'm a nyjah fan and i think nyjah's whole deal is interesting even though it's something that i would never really do but i don't have a couple million dollars in the bank so i'm not rolling around in a lambo so maybe gabriel medina is nyjah houston but that's what, a I mean, good like, point look you can you can you can I, lead a fish it can lead water look there's no there's absolutely no arguing about the amount of talent that either one of these dudes have um people get really bothered by how Nigel dresses which i think is funny i look i look at Nigel like it is it well to me it's i would never i would never wear booty shorts because because my legs are fucked up you and don't want to see Todd's i look legs. like an ostrich like a really pale ostrich no. But like, if you have that much confidence, in, and I also think my shins would get hit with my skateboard a lot. Right. And if you have that much confidence that you can run freaking booty shorts and handle gnarly ten stairs, right? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. It, it ain't me though. But yeah. you go for it. I don't think either one of those guys would be bummed to be compared to each other either. Uh, I got a question from New Greens. What does Todd enjoy more, the absolute virality of his latest rant or the sweet love story of last night's? Episode three of The Last of Us. Well, we just said we loved that that episode, um, and Todd loved his rant. So, can he love both, or do you not love? I, I have equal. He's love. done ranting for I'm the done day. Done ranting. My throat hurts. Uh, some guy at nobody what's, says. What's some guy? Are there? you guys going to talk about the lifeguard Luke Shepardson? Dude oh, wins shit. arguably the best big wave event in the world, and wins airline miles. Ironically, poor dude can't even get the whole day off for the event, but wins during a two-hour break. We did talk about Luke Shepardson. We talked to Pete Mel about him. I feel like we gave him. I mean, I would give. Him, I know if I a, had ten thousand dollars. I would give. There's it a GoFundMe that's that was started. Yeah. By some people to help him out, and I think that you can. I, I'm not sure who started it. And I don't. Here's the thing. Luke never asked for any of this. He was. He just went he out was and crushed. Too, literally, on his break, it's like, uh, you know, hold this. <laughs> I think yeah, that's hold amazing. my phone. I'm yeah. going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope he gets. I hope he gets a million dollars. The dude earned it. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that fascinating, fascinating story. Yeah, I think he. I mean, he he has reached hero status. Um, I asked a question on uh, my Instagram. What's, what's Kelly gonna do? Predictions for Kelly Slayer. Andy Ryan says last year on tour, no question mark, no period. <gasps> is it? Is it? Isn't it? Andy Ryan, awesome. Always, always great to con- uh, hear from Andy Ryan. He's a wonderful contributor to this show. Um, Will Slater win two in a row? That's BJ, Beasting Productions. Will Slater win two in a row? Well, we he picked Felipe and I picked John John, so two in I can't a row. go back and say that he's going to. I think Slater's going to make the where finals. Do you think, okay, so where do you think Kelly, where, in your opinion now, based on what Kelly's, his current skill level, his current everything, the yeah. Ke- Kelly Slater of Kelly Slater 2023, now. where are his two strongest venues? Pipeline and Tahiti. I'm going to say Pipeline and Tahiti. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, obviously Kelly's Kelly's at the top of his game when Pipeline is dredging. Yeah. Okay. This is a great question. Okay. Board Yak. What's Board Yak say? After watching a couple big contests in Surf and Snow, I was wondering who do you guys think has the best names in action sports? Oh. As I- announcers, you must have favorites like Crosby Colapinto, Rowan Zarilla, Sarka, Panchevakova, Renny Renikongas. Um, the all-time goat might be Zeppelin Zirip, uh, Rocky Cannon, who is a commentator, has a good name. That's a great question. Dude, f- without a doubt, Zebulon Powell. Zebulon Powell. Um, dude, there's a, there's a surfer out of South Africa. His name is Surprise, and he's just <laughs> the sickest dude. That's a really good um, name. Surprise M- Mafuto or Maf- yeah, his name, his first name is Surprise, and I love that, uh, do you think? What I about mean, like on on tour now? I mean, Yago is a pretty fun Yago's name to pretty say. It's like fun, fun yeah. to say. Yago mm-hmm. Dora, um, Stephanie Gilmore has an elegance to you, it. You like to you like to say Italo's last name like? Uh, no, I'm right in the middle. Italo Ferreira. Ferreira. See that? I I've heard. Like really, say, someone says a Ferreira. Who is that? Um, Italo Ferreira. Ferreira. I don't know. I feel like someone says that. Ferreira. Maybe it's Kaiser. Ferreira. Well, well, we'll have to listen oh, to Pipeline. All right. Yeah. Um, that was a good question. Mm-hmm. Do you have, what are there any? I already said. Who'd you say? Zebulon Powell. Zebulon Powell. Yeah. There ain't no one else in on this planet. I loved Zebulon. Uh, when uh, during Knuckle Huck, Knuckle Huck again, Salema was Salema. Like you can tell when he came in the booth, <laughs> they were kind of surprised. Like, oh, he's like, I'm here and I'm staying, and he was like cheering for Zebulon, and it was awesome. That's loved cool. it. That was a magical moment. It was like the bosses here. Everyone had to like tighten yeah. their shit up. Chris Lowry says. What's Lowry say? <laughs> oh my God. You're going to love it. Ugh. Would you rather nope. portray the character Stoney McBlaze <laughs> for three X Games stops or be the host of the newly created Jenko Jeans Inline Skate Tour? Inline Skate Tour. Yeah, same. Yeah. Look, Again, at, the, at this point. might be a nice guy. I don't this, know. I don't at know. this point. In being an inline skater is fucking punk rock because I agree. I agree. Because oh, you've changed your tune, kind of. Wow. I'm just saying, like, strictly as you, looking looking I at like that, this. looking you, at it your as like acceptance is level is raising rising. It's it's hard. Yeah. But I I look at that now as like you know yeah it's it's difficult. We because have nothing no against one. anyone personal. By the way, we don't know these people. Speak we don't yourself. have personal vendettas on them. Um, I don't. We like, just don't, I don't think like it's funny. You. <laughs> I don't like you. Me? 
What did I do? Uh, Ian Scott says, um, I mean, this is, is more. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. This is the last question. Um, no. Hana Lee, <laughs> another question about X Games. Oh, my God. It's more about speed and stuff. Okay. Uh, right, we've talked right. a lot about X Games. Um, we, uh, Matt P. Todd said his favorite overall performance was Dusty Hendrickson. Um, yes. You, Is that a question? Matt, yeah. He, well, he was asking, like, what was your favorite overall thing? Um, this is a long thing from Gage Fisher about a guy in a lift line. Are you actually a mammoth local if you're from Southern California or do you have to be from Mammoth? I think if you call yourself a local, you know, you should at least have lived there for a couple years. Yeah, and also I'm really... You really have to go to the bathroom? No, I'm... Uh, mammoth is not in Southern California. Mammoth it's, is basically six hours away. Yeah, and it's also directly across from like Fresno. Is Fresno Southern California? This guy was skier, was being eggy on the gondola and dropping names, and he had icon stickers on his helmet, and he said, <laughs> "I know where all the secret sports are." Any of you guys locals? And then a guy next to him, Gage, said, "I'm from SoCal," meaning I'm not local. Um. Drew Woods, good, good, another X Games question. We just talked too much about X Games. Right. California Mud Motors. No, um, no, we're not answering his question because I know it's going to be horrible. What is it? <laughs> it's. Would you rather? Oh be, my God, no! Would you rather be called a gatekeeper or be called a hater? I'm a great keeper. Okay. He's right. All right, look, we're done here. Old nerdy bastard. Nope, we're um, done. I don't care. I'm not answering it. Says make gatekeeping great again. Okay, goodbye. We got to go. Um, I have to go to the Micah bathroom. Micah Matson has a question. <laughs> when you're trying to do a snap or a carve, where's the best place your back foot? Is it right above the fins or a little further back on a twin fin? On the twin fin? Behind the fins. Or on top of the like fins. Off the tail? Yeah. I yeah, probably right on top of the I think on so. top of the tail. It's easier. Yeah. Like if you're going to do a kick turn on your skateboard, you wouldn't do a kick turn right. with your foot in front of the tail. Okay. okay, that's it for us this week. Um tune in next week for more aggressive rants about bullshit. Yeah, that's stuff that really matters. Okay. I got to poop. Good for you.